Welcome to the Standout Leaders of Health and Wellness podcast show. I'm Lucio Prisali. And I'm Lisa. And we're the co-founders of the Health and Wellness Business Profit Systems. We help health and wellness professionals create even more profitable businesses with systems to easily leverage and scale so that they can create a lifestyle business. We believe that every business has a unique approach that can positively impact the health and wellness of the world. There's never been a better time than now to be a leader, to expand your reach, and package your expertise into simple solutions that can move millions of people to a healthier, happier future. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing health and wellness podcasts. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to the Standout Leaders of Health and Wellness podcast. Hey, everybody. This is Lisa Crisali, and I am the founder and the CMO of Health and Wellness Business Profit Systems. And that can be found at healthandwellnessbusinessprofitsystems.com. So I want to thank everybody so much for being here, joining us today, and for joining us with our very special guest, Dr. Benjamin Tarani, DPM. And so you guys know this, instead of me introducing Dr. Tarani, because he knows his background way better than I do, and I don't want to be reading a script of of incredible background information, I would love for you to share at a high level what you do as a top podiatric surgeon and I love this. How do you help people keep their feet happy? <laughs> That's right. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Ben Tarani. I'm a podiatrist. I work out of Los Angeles and Beverly Hills. Um, I keep people's feet happy by making sure that they remain happy. A lot of times our feet problems are actually in our head and uh, makes us depressed, makes us sad, uh, makes us dependent on others. So a lot of my care actually comes from within. And not only obviously I treat the foot uh, and the ankle, um, but we always focus on making sure that they're leaving, understanding that, you know, they have, they got to work on not only their body and their physical health, but more importantly, their mental health and really getting their life back together. Um, my training was done at Temple University, Philadelphia, and then I uh, did a one-year general surgery internship at the County Hospital of Phoenix and Arizona Burn Center. And then I spent three years getting a, a residency in foot and ankle surgery at the same hospital in Phoenix. So. I do a bit of everything, foot and ankle surgery, wound care, amputations, diabetic limb salvage, um, sports injuries, uh, personal injuries, car accidents. So everything uh, under the sun, as long as it revolves the foot and ankle, I'm I'm there. So So I'm fascinated. So you just shared uh, something that I have never heard before. I have never heard uh, of a doctor or foot doctor who also incorporates what's going on internally. How did that kind of come about? What is that? Where did that? Um, you know, I, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that my entire life, I've, I've really been curious about how is it that I can maximize myself, not only from a medical standpoint, as a doctor, a treating physician, how do I, you know, find happiness, remain happy, be happy in my marriage, um, and then realize that there's a lot of parallels in and out of the medical field in our personal lives. And so when patients come in, well, guess what? In medical school, they don't teach you when you walk in the door to say hi to the patient. Like you have to really get to know the person, what's going on in their lives. And so when I took that approach, um, I, number one, I get to know the patient a lot better initially mm-hmm. from the first visit. Number two, they really, you know, show an appreciation for you. And number three, the most important is that you make an impact. And so when they go home, 
and they understand like, hey, maybe I should do my exercises and really look into, you know, doing meditation, for example, uh, to wrap my head around, you know, all these catecholamines or anti or inflammation, pro-inflammation markers that are uh, maybe a source of my pain. Wow. Wow. That's a long-winded answer, but yes. No, no, that's. <laughs> I think it's fascinating. I love that you tie that all in together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Thank it's you. you know so many doctors are missing that piece because there's more than just the the actual physical component going on, right? Isn't it? I mean, it's it's yeah. it's it's difficult because as you know, you know, when we go to our doctors, even myself, um, a lot of times like they're in and out. But what's your problem? Here's some drugs. Where's your pharmacy? Boom. So we'll come back in two weeks and follow up. And so I, I took that approach of like, you know, if I spend a little bit more time with patients, you know, yes, I get to see, I have to see less patients, but there's a ways around that. You can hire other people and we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. You can get other people to go in and, and you know, make up for time lost. Um, but the most important thing, especially when it comes to marketing is that, you know, if the patients don't know you, they're probably not going to recommend you one in, you know, four probably recommend you if they get better, but they won't remember you. And that's the right. biggest part of, you know, being able to grow a practice. Very, very smart. Love that. Um, all right. So let's first talk about what it is that you do for your client, for your patients. So what do you see the most of, what is the biggest problem that you solve generally? And then if you could share a success story, we'd love to hear like a before and after. Yeah. Well, uh, I do a lot of, um, what's called personal injury. So we, we see a lot of patients that are firstly been in car accidents and in LA, we see a ton of those. Um, everyone's constantly busy running around. And so I actually do a lot of uh, ankle sprains, ankle ligament reconstructions and um, heel pain, heel surgery, uh, things of that nature. Uh, we have a device in our office that's like a three foot device that shoots infrared light. Um, and so it, it treats and it doesn't hurt. You don't feel it. Uh, it treats fractures, sprains, wounds, toenail fungus, uh, you know, arthritis. Yeah. And there's settings for each one of those and it allows the body to be able to, uh, to heal itself. And so, um, a success story, I would say, ah, oh, so many, no, uh, we have, we have, we have, we had a gentleman who was a, um, got run over by a car and started developing what's called peripheral neuropathy. So when our nerves get severed, mm-hmm. you start losing sensation in your feet. And his was bruised, but he couldn't feel from his toes all the way to his heel. And so I put him on a special vitamin supplementation and we did about 15 laser therapies on him. He had to have a reconstructive surgery on his ankle, but that still didn't relieve his symptoms. And luckily after about about three to four months or so, he has about 90% of his sensation back. So mm-hmm. he's able to work again. Um, he's a, a carpenter by trade. So he's able to work and stand on his feet for long hours of time at a time. But um, yeah, that's, that's, that's huge. That's yeah. life-changing for somebody. I mean, it is. It, it yeah. Is. And, and honestly, it, since we're on the topic of personal injury, you know, yeah. a lot of these people, um, you know, when they, they're working and they get hit by a car or they get in a really bad car accident, you have neck pain, you have back pain, you have sciatica, uh, you'll have numbness and tingling your hands and your feet. Uh, all of a sudden your work is like, Hey, where are you? Then you can't work. Then you're not getting paid. And then, you know, and it's this spirals. Yeah. All within two weeks. And then you're trying to figure out where does my money come from? And then they have all these relationships that are faltering because of that. And so this is what I'm, what I'm trying to say. When people come in, forget personal injury, just on average, 
you have to be able to assess, okay, what is it that's going on in their lives and how can I best kind of work around what they're going through? Wow. That's a very, that's a very unique perspective. I love this. Yeah. So let's go back a little bit. What was it that had you decide to go into working specifically in podiatry? My mama is a diabetic and she's oh. had some minor uh, lower extremity issues. She's had to have a heart surgery, kidney replacement, uh, you, you name it. She's been through a lot. And so growing up, I spent a lot of time with her at her podiatrist's office. And there was these two guys, I grew up in Dallas, Texas, and there was these two younger podiatrists who were like in their mid-30s to early 40s. And every time I went in, they were the best of friends. Um, they were just having the best time. They were joking around with everyone. They drove a really nice car. They had nice homes. And like, they were, they just seemed really happy. And like, they weren't dealing with life and death situations. And so um, it was really appealing to me. You know, you go in for four years, um, you do a three-year residency, uh, and you're ready to go. So um, I, you know, it started with my mom, but it really interested what interests me is that like one day is never the same. I'll go from treating uh, a heel fracture to doing a cosmetic surgery, to diagnosing a cancer in a toe, to treating oh. toenail fungus, wow. all within a span of like an hour and a half. Wow. That is a coolest story. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like you had a great, you saw, had a great role model and that was what really intrigued you. That is so cool. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's do a little shift here. So we're going to, I want to ask you a question that um, I want to give it a little thought to, and I think I have an idea on what direction it might go in, but obviously you bring some very unique com- uh, components into your practice, which I love. What would you say is your superpower? Um, my musical skills. <laughs> okay. I did not see that one coming at all. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. My musical skills. It's, oh. um, so I, I got into NYU School of Music the same time I got into uh, medical school. And I've always wanted to be a music producer. Timbaland was like my biggest music uh, role model, uh-huh. musical role model. And whenever I'm playing, like I, I play piano. I've trained in classical piano for over 12 years. And um, I know I still have it in me. I just don't have the time to do it. Yeah. But making music and producing music is what really lights me up. And it's the artistic portion of music that excites me when I do foot and ankle surgery because it's a, a bit of abstract thinking and trying to figure out, okay, what went wrong? How do we piece it back together? Um, I like doing things like that. But as far as like superpowers, like I, our high school song, our basketball team came out to was a beat that I made. Like I always had football players out of my house in high school and we were just making music together. Um, that's what really, and it's still to this day, it's what helps me feel relaxed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what I look forward to the most. Like if I were to retire, when I retire early, um, <laughs> I want to have a studio and, and really spend some time. And uh, luckily for me, I'm friends with uh, a rapper named Two Chains, and he's you know brought me into a studio many times, and I'm just a fly on the wall and super happy fly on the wall. Oh. <laughs> wow, that is fascinating. So you're smart and creative. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of surgeons are. I think you'd be surprised how many surgeons you meet that will give you that answer. Like you know, I like to paint, or like I'm a really good painter, or. Uh, you know, music, it's, it's fairly common with surgeons being, especially when you're left-handed, which I am, oh, but okay. yeah. <laughs> what, what other, I'm curious, what other answers do you get? 
Um, well, it's usually in the lines of, um, you know, I have the ability, I, I listen to my clients really, or my patients or clients really well. I'm able to help them, you know, pull out of them, whatever. Oh, that's too generic. That's too, yeah, right. Like, we don't do I love your answers. On your so podcast. Cool. Yeah, we have fun here. This is great. <laughs> I love this. Um, okay, now we're going to shift gears because you guys all know, right? We're here to understand the business of health and wellness as well. So I would love for you to share how you grow your, your business, your practice, and how is it that you stand out aside from playing music? Cause that definitely yeah. stand out. Yeah. Um, so I, um, well, like you want me to talk about how I kind of grew into where I am now? Sure. Yeah. Like, so I, I started from scratch. I never bought anyone's practice. I, I, I thought about it for a while, but I was like, you know what? I can start from scratch. I don't want, I already have a lot of loans. I don't want to pay more just to buy someone's yeah. practice and take over. So I opened up uh, initially here in downtown LA. Um, and then over the years, I've expanded my market into Beverly Hills, two completely different marketplaces. Mm, yeah. um, and then just patience. I've just been really patient and, and constantly working on my craft and thinking about, uh, how is it that I'm able to expand? Because in any situation such as COVID, things will blindside you and you constantly have to be thinking of different creative ways to make yourself known. And so I, you know, I trademarked my name. I came out with a, a supplement company mm-hmm. and I'm constantly thinking of, okay, how do I get my uh, uh, audience to come to me where I don't have to go out and find my audience? They they're attracted to me. They like my personality. They're like, well, I do have a foot problem. And he seems like a likable guy. So I want to go see him. So uh, I've just been focused more on uh, creating a an environment that patients want to be in. And, uh, you know, people that work for me, they, they really enjoy being here. And I think that translates to long-term success. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I have a feeling what you, what you shared earlier when you said that you spend the time with your with your patients and yeah. help them understand what's really going on. When people feel heard and understood, right? That's probably the absolute best situation they can be in because your ref, a referral business is the best that you can have. There's no marketing or advertising that can outrank referral business. Yeah. I absolutely. think it's also critical, like when you're. Um, you're leaving and you're saying, you know, your goodbyes with the patient to always ask them, what else can I help you with? Some, some, something so simple, like you're done with what you're doing. And then you said like, what is, is there anything else I can help you with? You know? And then like, sometimes it'll be something funny, like, Oh, well, you know, I got this back pain or, you know, you can help me talk to my wife, you know, like something funny like that. Uh, but it's nice because they really see that you genuinely care about, you know, what else that may be going on in their life. So. Very good. That was a golden nugget for those yeah. listeners. <laughs> yeah. um, and then how, how do you see yourself investing resources for growth over this next year? Like we have no idea what's going to be going on, but what are you looking at uh, at doing as far as for growth? So we have um, about nine months worth of content that we're, we have in a calendar. I use a website called monday.com mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and we're able to just, you know, write down content that we want to be able to make and create. And we basically set up a studio um, next door and we're, we have all the cameras and everything set up. And I'm, I'm more focused on, you know, pushing out content so people who can get to know me on a bit uh, internationally. Um, 
and yeah, just, you know, on YouTube, we're making videos, we're doing instructional videos, we're doing a stretching uh, series. So people who aren't myself included, who weren't doing a lot of stretching um, can get into that to prevent foot and ankle injuries, prevent back injuries. Uh, but yeah, the, the majority of what I'm doing over the next really year and a half is just focusing on uh, social media and the p- impact of social media, because mm-hmm. I, people don't understand, like you, it's, if you don't grab their attention, then you're going to be paying for it. So yeah. pick your poison. Absolutely. Uh, you, you right on the money on that one. Yeah. Um, so where do you see your biggest opportunities and also the biggest threats today in, in the industry overall? Like, um, obviously business has changed a little bit over the last 18 months, right. For everybody. Uh, so where, do you see those as opportunities coming from that or are there threats that are making it more challenging? There's always threats that are making more challenging. I mean, I can just name off two. There's um, a lot of venture capital firms are going around buying doctors out and they put them on salary and they'll say, okay, for the next 10 years, you work for us for 300,000. And then we, you know, we give you a lump sum. And so there's a lot of that going on. Uh, A lot of private practices are not really going under, but they're just not as successful because reimbursements keep dropping with Medicare and once Medicare goes down, it's um, it's kind of like what happens with Bitcoin. Bitcoin goes up or down, not to change mm-hmm. subject, but the altcoins follow what Bitcoin does. So if Medicare says, hey, we're going to stop paying for this, the PPO insurances will stop paying for it or they're paid less. And so um, that's been the most difficult challenge really since COVID. Um, another one would be I, I mean, honestly, that's that's pretty much the biggest one. I can't really I mean, the opportunities. I would say uh, looking into doing more um, heavily investing in uh, telemedicine consults. So some people don't want to leave their home, uh, even if it's a specialist myself, if it's toenail fungus, well, I don't need to touch your toenail. I can see it. Right. If it's heel pain, if it looks a little swollen, I can do the, the initial care. And then if you're still having pain, then you come in or they, then we'll get an x-ray. Um, that's one thing I've been focusing on and just thinking of different business ideas such as, uh, you know, creating a home health company or, or, or getting into nursing homes, getting into assisted living homes, uh, thinking of a product that you could be making that's within your specialty. Um, you know, it's not as, I mean, it's work, but it's not as hard as people make it out to be. You just, you have to have the desire to want to do it and, you know, you go down a few rabbit holes, but once you come out, you know, you, you'll be up and running. And more skill sets. So you touched on this really briefly, and I was just going to ask you this. So do you see, do you currently see clients virtually? Are you currently doing telemedicine? And is that a component that you're looking at expanding on or? Yeah, I th- why not? I mean, um, you know, the nice part about it is that, you know, the patient doesn't have to leave, so they don't have to worry about traffic. Right. Um, I'm just sitting here at my desk and I'm able to communicate with you uh, super easily within two minutes, click a link, uh, you know, the biggest drawback is if your clientele or the patients are Medicare, a lot of them have uh, technology issues, mm. but you'd be surprised. My dad's 73 and he knows how to whip around Zoom really easily. So it's changing. And not I think, just the top of his head, right? No. no, he's not doing that. They're not doing that anymore. You don't see those memes on the internet. So, you know, I, I think as time goes on, technology is going to keep improving and people are going to be become more comfortable because the people who are, you know, 50 today, maybe 60, 10 years from now, and they've already had, you know, their fair share of, you know, being involved with technology. So 
um, COVID taught us a great lesson. You know, it's, you know, not everything needs to be done in person. We can actually become a much more efficient economy yeah. by just working, uh, you know, on online. Absolutely. And it's time savings, you know, in many cases, right. It's time saving for the yeah. patient to be able to, you know, not have to drive and sit in the waiting room and whatever. Right. Like it's, it's, it's really benefits them and then they're happier. <laughs> right? It's And it's good. You know, it's really good. I mean, it, it initially it hurts like when COVID happened. Yeah. I took a big hit, but initially it hurts. And then you start realizing like, uh, you know, telemedicine, we came out with the modifier 95 to get paid for telemedicine. Mm-hmm. I'm able to see telemedicine consoles anywhere in the country under my license in California. So if you need to be seen in Florida, you have Medicare, no problem. We'll, we'll, we'll take a look at you and I'll be able to treat you. Um, that wasn't uh, available before COVID. So, you know, when things happen like that, you, you kind of, have to pump the brakes and just uh, like COVID, you just have to pump the brakes and see what comes once the uh, dust dust clears. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's, it it is a new component of the business, but it's not the only one. And like, like you said, it's, it's a, it's a little bit of a balancing act. I'm sure I I can tell that you love seeing people in person as well. Like that's part of it is just being face to face, but honestly, like just being on on a screen is just, you know, it's, it's pretty good too. It expands your reach and expands your horizon. Like, you know, if I was, if I was a patient of yours and I, you know, I love to come in to see you and I had a, you know, a cousin in Florida, right. I'd want to say, well, he could do it virtually. Right. Not be limited. And that's a great opportunity. There's nothing wrong with it. I agree. So is there anything that we haven't touched on as far as um, marketing your programs and services, like uh, other than social media, maybe other than referral that that either you have done that's, that's worked really well or that you're looking at doing? I don't know if there's um, another. Not really. Like, I guess with external marketing, um, knowing who your audience is. So if you're going out and you're, I don't know, a dermatologist and you're marketing someone that has nothing to do with, you know, the skin um you you need to sit down think about specifically who you want to see like obviously for me it's like nail salons uh physical therapists chiropractors orthopedic surgeons primary care doctors um so like when we go to visit them like i get to know my audience i i want to know what it is that they like to receive as referrals so that's like another thing for me like if you know what do you guys like because you know i it's i'm going in making sure that they understand it's a two-way street, right? You work with me, I'll work with you. And we build this kind of like a synergistic um, Rolodex, if you will. You have um, really brought some great uh, ideas. You're very open-minded. You're you're cutting edge. You're current. I love this. This has been a fabulous share. So my last question for you, Mm -hmm. if you could wave a magic wand, what would you invest in in your business moving forward? Um, amazing staff. I think, I think above everything, it's who, um, you know, any, anyone who's in business, whether it's medicine or not, it's, it's, you know, your, your, your number one problem is always going to be who works for you. It's the staff because without them, you know, you can't function. And, you know, I highly recommend there's a book here, uh, by Jeff Smart called who, um, I highly recommend that you read it because it teaches you uh, you know, how to make the right hire, how to look for the right personalities. It, it breaks down a scorecard for you to go through, you know, the biggest or the most major challenges that uh, uh, Fortune 500 companies have with their hires and why do people leave? 
And so, um, like I recently, I hired two amazing, uh, medical assistants that are coming on board and they're both, you know, energetic, enthusiastic, uh, extroverted, um, going, they go the extra mile. And like it, it, what that does, it helps build a, an environment where everyone feeds off of each other. Right. So if you have a goal, you know, they want to hit it and excel past it because that's who they are by nature. And so I think that's, that would be mine for sure. So this is really cool. So you're investing in your environment as well, right? The, the, the experience that the patient has from the moment they walk in the door, right? It's all about the experience. This is brilliant. You guys, I'm telling you for listeners, make sure you re-listen to that because it's really um, again, you're, you're very current and you're really on top of it. You, you understand what is so important in business these days. It's all about relationships and it's all about the experience that they have. Absolutely. That is brilliant. By the way, similar to, I don't, I did not know about the book who, um, I just wrote that down, but uh, I'm Uh reading a similar one called rocket fuel Mm -hmm. and I don't, it's, it's over on the side here. I can't get it, but rocket fuel is another great one that helps you really dial in and understanding what, what are people's strong points and what it is that they bring to the table. So great, great share there. And as we wrap up for people listening and wanting to connect with you and wanting to reach out, what would be the next great step and where, where should they go to connect and um, reach out to you? Oh, well, we have a, a Instagram's Dr. Underscore Benji. So D-O-C-T-O-R underscore Benji. I also have a channel on YouTube. If you guys want to watch some information, uh, instructional videos, there may or may not be surgeries on there. It could be a little gory. <laughs> so just warning you. Cool. Uh, but yeah, they can always reach me uh, through uh, Instagram. Awesome. And all of those links, you guys will be on the show notes. Okay. So you'll be able to access those. We'll make sure that's an easy clickable link for you so that you can quickly and easily uh, find Dr. Tarani. Once again, everybody, this is Lisa Crisali. I am the founder and CMO of Health and Wellness Business Profit Systems, which can be found at healthandwellnessbusinessprofitsystems.com. I want to thank everybody for joining us, listening in today, and Dr. Tarani for throwing down some really great golden nuggets today. Thank you so much. That's what we do. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, everyone, we will see you on the next episode. Lucho and Lisa here, and thank you so much for listening to the Standout Leaders of Health and Wellness podcast show. If you are a successful medical, health, fitness, wellness, or nutrition professional who would like to be a guest on this program, please visit www.hwbps.com forward slash podcast. That URL again is www.hwbps.com forward slash podcast. And if you got something awesome from this interview, we would love for you to share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on all the socials. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, go ahead and tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag standoutleaders of health and wellness. That's hashtag standoutleaders of health and wellness. We absolutely love seeing your posts and your guest suggestions. And by the way, we regularly publish new episodes and content. So to make sure that you get notified of new episodes, go ahead and subscribe right now. Subscribe right now. And your thumbs up, your ratings, and your reviews go such a long way to help promote the show. And they mean so much to us and our team. Also, if you want to learn more, go to 
www.hwbps.com forward slash podcast to connect and follow us on all our social media. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. We will we'll see, see you on the next show. show.